208 with four members. The doors barricade. There's people flooded the hallways outside. We have no way out. And those were the horrible sounds that we all watched and witnessed um, on January 6, 2021. My name is Karen Byrne, known by listeners of The Stephanie Miller Show, which airs here on WCPT, 820 a.m. Chicago Progressive Talk Radio, from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. And I am known as Karen from Chicago. And uh, it gets me every time um, listening to that. Uh, Very upsetting. Um, And uh, today I'm joined remotely by my good friend and co-host of our new podcast, True Blue Politics Podcast, Anita Ferguson, otherwise known as WCPT listeners of Stephanie Miller, Tom Hartman, etc., as Anita from San Antonio. And also joining me in studio is my son and our producer, Jimmy Byrne of Burnout Productions. Hey, how are you doing? And uh, the number to call in today is 773-763-9278, and we would love to hear from you. Good afternoon, Anita. Do we have Anita? Do we have Anita? I'm not hearing Anita. Okay. We'll wait until we get Anita on the line here. Yes. In the meantime, um, you know, wanted to talk, uh, Jimmy, a little bit about, um, you know, there have been some people that have been saying that, uh, you know, these moderate Republicans saying that we need to move on and turn the page from that horrible event. Right. Um, For example, um, Mitt Romney of the New York saying to the New York Times, um, as Biden campaign theme, I think the threat to democracy pitch is a bust. January 6th will be four years old by the election. People have processed it one way or another. Biden needs fresh material, a new attack, rather than kicking a dead political horse. And that was tweeted out by Alex Thompson on uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so... I'm uh, currently reading um, a book uh, called The Tyranny of the Minority by Stephen Levitsky and Daniel Ziblatt. And um, something that they spoke about, Jimmy, really resonated. And it's a rather long quote. Um, but they say, it is tempting to turn the page on the Trump era. After all, President Trump lost his reelection bid and his efforts to overturn the results of that election failed. The most dangerous election deniers in key swing states also were defeated in the congressional 2022 midterm elections. It appears as if we successfully dodged the bullet that at the end of the day, the system worked. And now as Trump Trump's hold over the Republican Party is contested, maybe we can finally stop worrying so much about the fate of our democracy. Maybe the crisis wasn't as bad as we initially feared. Maybe democracy wasn't dying after all. Such thinking is understandable. For those of us who are left worn down by the seemingly incessant crisis of the Trump era, the dodged single bullet theory is reassuring. Unfortunately, it is misguided. The threat facing American democracy was never simply a strong man with a cult-like following. The problems are more endemic than that. In fact, they are deeply rooted in our politics. Until we address those underlying problems, our democracy will remain vulnerable. Mm -hmm. 
So um, that is 100% um, how I feel as well. Absolutely. Uh, You know, the fact that um, we had to live through um, some of the most vile rhetoric um, from Donald Trump um, and his closest allies um, is bad enough. But then to have um, all of us go through the trouble um, exercising our civic duties to line up many, many Americans because they are disenfranchised um, all the time, um, lined up for hours in to vote, to cast their vote in a democracy, which is what we are. We are an American democracy um, where the people are in charge. Yeah. Okay. It's our voices that that should matter. Um, And, you know, so having to live through that, we show up, we vote, we do our our thing, um, which is, by the way, you know, when we saw the first impeachment, that's what they said. Oh, we need to let the voters speak, right? Right. We would be denying the voters their voice and their say, right? Yeah. Um, if we were to convict Trump for what he did with uh, Vladimir Zelensky. Um, and so we did our thing. And then to see what Donald Trump called his followers to do was absolutely astonishing to me, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it's just it, it was it's as upsetting today to me as it was in 2021. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and that um, and that, you know, we were, um, of course, this week, a couple days ago, um, President Biden um, gave his uh, amazing speech um, uh, to commemorate and remember January 6th and uh, what happened that horrible day. Um, so we did um, have some uh, quotes um, from that speech. Um, let me just get those out here. So one of, you know, the things that really stood out to me was um, one of the things that he opened with was uh, when he said, our founding fathers vowed that never again would we bow to a king. Right. Um, He referred to American democracy as a sacred cause, which absolutely that's what it is. Um, You know, and so it just it. To me, the speech was just so eloquent, and um, we did have um, some clips of that um, to play for you um, while we're waiting to get Anita on the phone. Um, okay, I'm here. Can you oh. hear me now? Hey, yes. Anita, we welcome. We can hear you. Welcome. Okay, I've been listening to you, okay. and you're doing a great job. Okay, so... And we're um, talking about... Our co-host is here. Go ahead. <laughs> so go Sorry ahead, about Anita. that. What are your thoughts? Well, I thought it was an amazing speech, and I thought it had to be done. And I thought the way he just called out Donald Trump and told us what the stakes are. Um, A few points, like you talked about, um, he talked about the sacred cause of saving democracy. Mm -hmm. And um, he also, what I I found um, I really liked about the speech was how he kind of, he shamed them Mm -hmm. for doing things like making fun of, 
you know, having a laugh over somebody breaking into Nancy Pelosi's house, mm-hmm. screaming, where's Nancy? The same things that the insurrectionists were saying. Yeah. And hitting him over the head, his skull, bashing his skull in with a hammer. And they thought that was funny. Yeah. And they should be ashamed of that. Yeah. And what did he say? Um, you know, I can't remember what he said after that, but he, he made it clear that they should be ashamed of that. It was disgusting. Right. That nobody should. Not, it, it's disgusting for anybody to have done that. Absolutely. And so the people that are laughing along with Trump about these kind of, it's, it really is. It's shameful. Right. Well, and it's in, indecent in, in a democracy where um, the way we solve our differences and he kind of touched on this, too, and the way we um, have disagreements, we sort that out at the ballot box. We don't sort it out. That's through right. violence. And when you hear no. these violent insurrectionists and the MAGA Trump supporters and um, well, and of course, the Republicans through their complicity and silence, um, you know, just basically t- calling for, you know, civil war. It's just it. It's, well, they use threats of violence. Yes. It is a hallmark of fascism. Right. What they do is they try to intimidate people. They do this through, you know, I mean, look at what they're doing with the judges. Yep. Well, they tried, you know, the, the death threats. I mean, to Supreme Court justices, to the secretary of state mm-hmm. in Maine. Yep. They're, you know, and, and that one judge that was a couple years ago. Somebody acted on that yes. and shot, ended up killing her son. Yes. They went there to kill her and they ended up killing her son. Yeah. It was another right wing nut job. Yeah. And, you know, apparently there's a lot more of those out there than we thought mm-hmm. because they all descended on the Capitol. Yeah. And that it, one day. Well, and they're still making threats to people like uh, Eric Swalwell. There was just exactly Eric Swalwell. Mm-hmm. Yep. AOC, Nancy Pelosi, of course. Yep. Anybody that stands up to Donald Trump, Adam Schiff. Yeah. Anybody that that honestly that scares them. Right. Yeah. And this is what they do to get them to back down. And people like Eric Swalwell, and we talk about alpha liberals all the time. Mm-hmm. They don't back down. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And so, you know, you can't. one of the things that he had um, touched on, um, and I think we have a clip of this, um, was uh, on January 6th, uh, how we nearly lost America. We nearly lost democracy. Yeah. Today, we gather in a new year, some 246 years later, just one day before January 6th. A day forever shared in our memory because it was on that day that we nearly lost America, lost it all. Today, we're here to answer the most important of questions. Is democracy still America's sacred cause? Yes. Yeah, that's what George Washington called it. And he he talked about that in the beginning of his speech. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it should still be our sacred cause. Absolutely. Nothing was possible without it. Yeah. I mean, what do they say? Uh, Democracy is the worst type of government except for all the rest. Yes. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. So, Anita, we do have some callers um, here. Great. Uh, Jimmy, do you? Yeah, I see them. Let's take a look. Um, we have one from uh, Rich from Chicago. He's been waiting a little bit. Let's bring him in now. Hey, Rich. Hey, hey, Hi, Richard. Karen. Welcome. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. On, on the nice start of the show. 
though I have to admit, I was, you know, way to jump right into the serious stuff. I was expecting a few jokes here and there. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. It's serious, uh, serious know, subject. So here and there. Yeah, you know, fart joke coming in. <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't have the fart machine. That, we don't like, have Stephanie's box. Yeah, we don't have that fart. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm I can I can be the box. Kidding. Okay, thank you, Jimmy. There we go. No, but it, it, it sounds really good, and yeah, this is serious stuff. And my yeah. concern, and you know, going now to get back to being serious, is what do we do the day after the election? Because. We can assume Biden's going to win, mm-hmm. or hopefully, mm-hmm. you know. That, you have to. But you got, you got to, you got, yeah, you got to hope. So otherwise, it goes, you know, down the down the drain. For yeah. Time. But what's it, what's the rest of those nut jobs going to do the day after? It's not going to stop. No. So we have to be prepared. No. Well, we have to be prepared, but you know what? Joe Biden is in charge of the government right now. That means he's the commander in chief, right? We, you yeah. know, we we survived last time, and Donald Trump was the commander in chief. Barely. We barely survived, but we did it. But we did it. But it, mm-hmm. we barely hung on. Yeah, and I think the difference, the key difference, is the fact that um, Donald Trump was the commander in chief. He was there, so that's why that was able to. Yes. yes. Yeah. So the key difference is the fact that it's going to be Joe Biden. Now, can Joe Biden um, uh, do the insurrection act if that should happen? Well, if they were to do that again, yes, <laughs> yes. because that's an insurrection. Yes, that <laughs> so the Insurrection Act would be appropriate. Yes, there's some precedent. Um, yes. Right. They were hoping for we, BLM and Antifa to show up so they could do that. Mm-hmm. Right. But that didn't right. happen. Yeah. No. no, and it's crazy to think it's crazy to think that they would. You know, why would you why would BLM show up to stop the certification of the guy they wanted elected. It is exactly. Scratcher, that doesn't make, isn't it, Rich? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that thing yeah. they say makes a lot of sense. There's a lot of cognitive dissonance no, over there. Not. But and yeah, the, and the story's been changing, you know, since you know January seventh, three years ago. Right. Yeah. So. Well, he calls them patriots. He calls them hostages, yep. and then he calls them Antifa yep. and BLM. Yep. So it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. Nothing. Nothing not. that they say makes much sense. Yeah. And it doesn't have to make sense to them. Mm-mm. It doesn't have to make sense. Listen to the, the interviews with these people at these rallies. They don't make any sense. They say the craziest no. stuff. I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I stay on Twitter, you know, just to keep an eye on it. And some of the mm-hmm. stuff is just outright nuts. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, and Twitter it's nowadays, nowadays. Yeah. yeah, it it's it's pretty yeah. easy to find the crazy on Twitter these days. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just yeah. uh, or like, the Nazis, yeah. or the white supremacists, yes. or the anti-Semites. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're they're all over the place now. But, and I try to avoid them by just sticking in my notifications and yeah. trending stuff. <laughs> People you're following. Right. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Well, so Rich, anyway, thank don't you. monopolize the time. But well, thank, thank you for calling, Rich. Work. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Have a great evening. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. That was great. That was a great. good call. Good call. That's a good question. Thank you. Yes. What do we do afterwards? Exactly. Exactly. Because and and honestly, this just you know we have to win big. We have mm-hmm. to. The only way to stop them because there's always going to be this group of people that are going to you know are unhappy that are you know grievance. They they're always looking for a grievance candidate. They're right. contrarians. Most of them, a lot of them before this never even voted. Yes. Yes. So they're always going to be there. I mean, um, what did um, I think uh, Charlie Pierce wrote about idiot America? Mm-hmm. 
and talked about these people. And, you know, they were kind of they were in their little holes, in the, you know, in West Virginia and Texas, unfortunately, <laughs> everywhere. Yes. But um, and they do these crazy things, but mm-hmm. they really didn't. We didn't really see them that much. They didn't. They weren't, you know, out in public. Yeah. Well, he, now they go to Trump rallies. Absolutely. He he gave so, them license to go ahead and do whatever the heck them, yeah. they want. It's like, hey, you know, yeah, and then they what did they say on January 6th? Oh, the president of the United States called us here. That's you know. right. We're here. He's the one who, you know, asked us to be here and fight for him. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But so in, in a, so we have to defeat them and we have to defeat them soundly. That's the only way they're going to learn. Republicans, once they they see they're just going to keep losing. Yes. OK. Yeah. Then eventually they're going to turn their back on this Trump, Trumpism because it's not winning for them. Huh. The only reason why they're sticking with Trump is because they think that's the only way they can win. Right now, they, they see it as a 50-50 chance. They have nothing else. Nobody's right. buying their policies anymore. No, no. And, and I think we've what spoken is- about it, too. The fact that, you know, they're afraid of the, the base that they helped to radicalize. You know, yeah, they, I mean, they, they have, told when them was to- the last time they had any policies or ideas that were um, popular? Popular. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, it's, I don't know. I don't even know. Um, back when, you know. Back when they were the Republicans of Abraham Lincoln, the Lincoln Republicans, right. they, uh, you know, when they were anti-slavery, that's what they were founded on. Yes. And it's kind of remarkable now that they've got a president that's up there talking about how we would have made a deal, you know, uh, with the, the, you know, the Civil War so that we didn't have a civil war. He would have made that deal with mm-hmm. basically defending, saying we would have kept some slave states because that's the only way you yeah. could have made a deal back yeah. then. Yeah. Yeah. So, um I just it, it's you know we just have to defeat them. We have to defeat them soundly. We have to send them back to their little Haiti holes. Mm-hmm. And yes, um, and we need to you know humiliate Repu- their dear leader. Yeah, you know. Um, well, that's the only way Republicans are going to start changing. Sure. When they realize what they're doing isn't working, and even when they you know glob on to somebody like Donald Trump, this so-called populist, this right-wing populist, this phony populist, then you know that's not winning for them either. Because yep. they're not the majority. We are the majority. The yep. only way they win is because of the Electoral College yep. or gerrymandering or the, at this, in the Senate because Montana has the same amount of senators as California. Right, which, yeah, got to do something about that. Crazy. There's so much yeah. that we have to do. Oh, um, I know. There's so, so, we have so many disadvantages. It's amazing we win. But it's because we, have, we are the majority. Most yep. people have you know, rejected Republican policies. Absolutely. Um, so we do have another clip from uh, President Biden's speech um, uh, where he kind of points out what Trump uh, is all about, what motivates him. OK. Choice is clear. Donald Trump's campaign is about him, not America, not you. Yep. That's pretty much it. No, it's not about you. It's all about him. When he says it's about you, he's lying because he lies about everything. When he mm-hmm. says when they go after him, they're coming after you. No, they're not. No. Unless you broke the law. He yes. broke the law mm-hmm. multiple times. Multiple times. Yes. He's always broke. He's he has a long history of breaking the law and he's no accountability. No, exactly. He's yeah. well, he's running for he's running for president to stay out of prison. He's not running for you. No, definitely. He has not. nothing to offer. No. What is he offering people? Absolutely. What is he? What 
nothing. What does he do? What did he do when he was president? He's what he's offering people is um, that he's going to be a dictator. He wants to co- um, kind of coalesce uh, power to one person uh, so that he can go ahead and hurt the people that they want to hurt. That's what they get. Yes. That's and, all. And what? To, how does that and, help them? Yes. They, well, it may make them feel good temporarily, but in the long run, it's not going to make your life better. Yeah, but you know, Anita, there's a long history of them voting against their own best interests, and that's exactly why, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, so yes. um, I think we have another caller. Yeah, we'll take another caller. This is uh, Kevin okay. calling from D.C. Oh, it's our friend Kevin from D.C. Hi, Kevin. How are you? Well, <laughs> good afternoon. This is a, good afternoon. a surreal, <laughs> this is the surreal but uh, pleasurable thing to hear you in this manner. <laughs> it's surreal for us, too, really. It really is. It is. It sure it's is. raw and unedited for the first time ever. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, except for Stephanie so, Miller, I suppose. Yeah. 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 So the, 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 the power, sometimes the power of everyone having a voice is a bad thing. Think people follow oh. Trump. But then when we hear people like you on the radio, it's a good thing. Oh, uh, thank uh, you. So, That's sweet. Uh, I, I'm coming at a, at a different thing. I am not in, that may not right, not interested, maybe not the right way to phrase it. I have, I don't have the patience that some people have. I don't care about the, the type of people that you've been talking about to try to convince them anything Mm-mm, because mm-hmm. they're unreachable. Mm-hmm. At some point, you have to yeah. realize that there are, you know, it's not like a Brady Bunch episode where no matter what, People will have a five minutes before end of show conversion and start acting aggressively. <laughs> that yes. doesn't happen in real life. So uh-huh. my concentration is people either who should uh, getting turnout mm-hmm. for people who are rational or exactly. trying yep. to, trying to get the people who are in quotes in the middle. Although they sometimes get it on my nerves too. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I, I am at a loss, really. Um, I my well, uh, my beloved dad, he, he was a strict logic man. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And when I come up against, if you say that an obviously white tennis ball is a purple dot banana, mm-hmm. and I show you fifty times to Sunday that it is in fact a white. Shoot, right. then I don't, I, uh, you know, a white tennis ball, I, I don't know how to deal with you. And, uh, yeah, we're, I would, be, we're dealing with mentally ill people. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're dealing a lot of times with these mentally ill people. Like that one guy that, uh, at the Trump rally who said there are multiple sons, everybody has a son and it follows them around. Oh. So, he didn't believe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's some pretty bizarre things going on at Trump rallies and bizarre but people. Anita, Anita, yeah, Anita, I agree with you, I'm, Kevin. I'm, I'm, I'm getting at people. I, like I said, I'm through with them. You, mm-hmm. I, I, what I'm getting no, at is I get it. on our yep. own side who are, are talking about, or at least near our side, are talking about uh, buying this famous Trump. Yep. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Especially right. listening to his speech, uh, uh, Biden's speech, how do you come up with that? Yeah. Well, well did, it's just insane. That's the thing. Well, we're we're gonna we're trying to. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to educate people on what to say to those type of people, mm-hmm. like bringing up stuff like you know your wealth has increased thirty seven percent under Joe Biden. The data, yeah. I, you know, yeah. the three point seven percent unemployment that's at you know hasn't been like this since the nineteen sixties. Um, just 
there's just so many good indicators, things that are happening right now, especially economically. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, he's he's united NATO. He's expanded NATO. Actually, he's led the the, uh, uh, NATO against, you know, Russian aggression in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. He's yes. A lot of people criticize his support with Israel, but he really kind of that's that's U.S. policy. Right. And he has criticized Netanyahu. Sure. But so he's been a good leader. Real quick, because. I know other people, you know, want to talk, but uh, I just caught up with uh, I uh, I missed it when it first came, but I just caught up with the ABC News special um, on the brink mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. The, uh, the what women have been going through oh, yes. uh, ever since the and it is literally heartbreaking. It literally makes my blood run cold. I'm not using hyperbole when I was literally squirming in my chair. Mm-hmm. I'm not even I'm not a woman. Yeah, and it infuriates. And, and horrifies me. Yeah. So if you oh, are, uh, if you're going to be a one topic person, because I know people who are, are, you know, complaining about the situation in the in the in the, in the Middle East. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and the, don't you understand that even if you feel that that's strong enough to be a one topic person, one topic thing, mm-hmm. if you get rid of Biden Democrats, Trump and his idiots are, are going to be far worse in the long run. Second. Mm-hmm. But that one top, you're going to lose things like your. I was visiting um, a family and friends over the over the holidays, and just yesterday, with we a lot of my family first time I've seen a lot of them, you know, in the pandemic, and I'm looking mm-hmm. at my younger younger cousins and the world they could potentially grow up into, and that they would have no autonomy over their bodies. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. and so. Well, don't you understand that that leads into that, and if and and, and uh, you know most of my family is black, so it leads into my voting rights thing, sure, and, mm-hmm. and on and on. Sure. So I don't know what to do yeah. to get through to people. Well, how if they dire care, it is. if you think if they truly are progressives and they care about those issues, even if they care about the Palestinians, mm-hmm. then they have to vote for Joe Biden. Yes. Yes. Because if they vote for a third party, it's the same as voting for Donald Trump. Yeah. Those people are not going to win. Robert no. F. Kennedy's not going to win. No. What's his name? Cornell West, Cornel all West. these other yeah. Dean no. Phillips, whatever, Jank yeah. Ugar. They're yeah. not going to they're not going to win. You have to go out and, and vote for Biden because look what Donald well, we Trump have- has already promised to do. Yes. He's yeah. going to put the Muslim I mean, back in. The Muslim, Muslim ban back yep. in. Yep. He's going to turn power. Go ahead. We don't seem to learn that this has been going on at least and it's been. This happened before that, but prominently when this thing of, well, I'm just going to vote a third party mm-hmm. or, or I'm going to protest or whatever you call yourself, or, or I've got to be pure. I've got to be pure mm-hmm. to my, to my, to my, uh, my convictions. You would think sure takes after a lot. eight, yeah, you would think after eight year wide awake nightmare of Bush, mm-hmm. you would get over that. Sure. And then sure the, takes a lot of privilege to feel that way too. Yeah. It really does. It yeah. really, yeah. Um, because so look, I, I live in, yeah. Well, I was just going to say, living in Texas, living in Texas, you know, abortion is top of mind. Um, I think about my daughter. I have a 25-year-old daughter, and I can't even broach the subject with her. I cannot talk to her because it's so upsetting to her. Yeah. Okay. These are kids, These are women growing up in a state where if they get pregnant, then it, it could be a life-threatening situation. It is yeah. very scary, yeah. not only for her, but for me, because yeah. I, I, I fear I fear that. Yeah. I have a I, – my, my – Son's girlfriend, they they were, you know, she's, they might have to use IVF if she were ever to want to get pregnant, but they can't use, they're afraid to do that in Texas. No, it's a life-threatening condition to be and, pregnant in Texas. And yeah, it's, it's like, yeah. And well, my, before I, I go, gonna, I want to leave on a, 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 a positive, 
because my, my mental sanity needs it. Um, I did, the, the one thing about having this vacation is I was able to get a, you know, I didn't follow things as quickly as possible because I, you know, you will make, it's not that you can't avoid, you, you avoid it, but you will make yourself sick. And especially if you've got any kind of empathy. And uh, as I said, seeing that special on the brink, yeah. I just can't imagine uh, uh, the, the females that have been in, you know, in my life, uh, be they girlfriends, be they friends, be they family members, for any of them to go through that. So I want to end on something that at least the last couple elections, because sometimes my, my spring gets tightened when I hear these polls and I hear people say the stuff that they do. And I just can't sound like Hillary. I just like they said, I can't vote for Hillary. I just can't vote for Biden because he did some damn things or, yeah. or the other that. But, but anyway, the last few elections, um, it was doom and gloom. Uh, Democrats are disarray. Democrats are going to lose. Uh, when Biden was running, oh, yeah, he got wiped out in the first two states, so he has no chance, blah, blah, blah. He ended up winning. He ended up uh, uh, following through on many of the promises that he made, uh, being disconnected only because of Republicans blocking him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, and and, 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 and uh, it was supposed to be a red wave, and uh, even the red states, uh, certain uh, uh, things about it, was overwhelming one. Um, it wasn't even a trickle. Yeah, it wasn't even yeah, a red trickle. So no. <laughs> I'm going to hope to hope that that will bear true uh, when we get to election. I'm not going to mindlessly, you know, hope, wish it, but that well, uh, people will come to their senses because yeah. it is intolerable that this man, who is the most, it's like a damn comic book villain, except he's real, that anyone would even consider voting for him, his party, and his policies. Uh, so I'm going to have to hope that, just like the other elections, uh, we will pull this out, too. Okay. Well, thank you, Kevin. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you for calling, Kevin. Thank you for adding to the conversation. We'll, we'll see you over on uh, at Steph. Steph yes. Joe. Okay. We'll hear from Kevin again. All right. Oh, yes. Um, so, yeah, what he was referring to was On the Brink, and it's a uh, Nightlines episode with Diane Sawyer and Rachel Scott. And, um, yeah, it's absolutely, um, I'm glad to hear they did that. Yeah. I'm glad to hear they did that. Yes. Yeah. It's um, an important I, issue. Yeah. I have yep. it in my lineup of things to watch. Um, so, uh, I think, so going, moving, coming back to, um, the speech, um, I know that there was one part that, oh, just gave both, both you and I, Anita, um, the thrills of our spine. No. Oh, yeah. I know which um, part you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So I think it was something um, where he was referring to uh, loser was he from loser town. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I we will get to that. I think uh, De- our our wonderful engineer Devin is um, doing something else right now. Um, yeah, that was a great part, though. Yeah. You know, oh just hearing gosh. him say it because you know it got to, to Trump, Donald. Yeah. Whatever you want to call him. Oh yeah, he doesn't like being yeah. called a loser. From what I understand. Yeah, you can roll it. No. Trump exhausted every legal avenue available to him to overturn the election. Every one. But the legal path. Are you playing it? Just took mm-hmm. Trump back to the truth. Yeah. That I had won the election and he was a loser. Loser. Loser from loser town. Yeah. Loser, loser, loser. Yeah. And he, yeah, and he, I like that. He did. And it, well, and he went right through and he talked all about the fact that, you know, he went through the legal channels through, you know, and lost 60 
court cases. It was actually 63 cases yes. that he lost. Yes. And and so and then it went to the Supreme Court and mm-hmm. that, that was it. He and lost he, there. And he lost there. And he kept putting pressure on, you know, secretaries of state. And he started um, making phone calls, making phone trying calls to yeah. and, and uh, doxing um, along with Rudy Giuliani, um, Shea mm-hmm. Moss and Lady Ruby, putting that, their uh, safety and lives in jeopardy. And um, yeah. at the end of the day, he was still a loser. Yes, he was still a loser. He had no evidence that the election was stolen. It's never there's never been any evidence. No, that's the truth. What he did was he lost all those court cases. He tried. You know what? You can go ahead and do that. You can take it to court. You can show your evidence. But they had no evidence. Mm-hmm. You can. And, and once you're done with that, I mean, the Supreme Court told him, you know, rejected him even. And then when all that all that failed, that's when he turned to violence. That's that was he was desperate. Yeah, exactly. So that was what that. Yep. The insurrection was was his last desperate attempt. Yes. To stay to retain power. Absolutely. Because he knew it was waiting for him on the other side of it. So um, and he doesn't care about America because if he cared about America, he wouldn't have done that. Al Gore. A lot of people still think Al Gore should have won that election. Sure. Supreme Court decided that election. Absolutely. And Al Gore. And Al Gore for the good of the country. Yep. He stopped fighting. He was even being kind of pressured, you know, do we do we really want to accept this? And he said, yes, I have to, because it's for the better, the best of the the good of the country. Right. He put him. He put the country ahead of himself. Donald Trump could never, ever do that. Yeah. He wouldn't even consider it. We have a long history of doing that. And then, of course, you know, I think that Democrats to a fault you know, will turn the page for the good of the country. You know, so when uh, a president and his administration lie us into two wars um, Mm -hmm. and diminish the trust um, of the voters in government, um, to tell the truth, right? Um, Right. Turn the page for the good, you know, so to a fault, you know, I mean, I think that... Yeah, yeah, move on. And enough. Enough is enough. I know. I know you and I have talked about that before, Anita, that it's just it's mm-hmm. enough is enough. We have to hold people accountable until we start holding people accountable. That's, that's the only way to do it. Yeah. If they're not held accountable. We talked about how from the Civil War. Right. The people weren't held accountable. Exactly. After Richard Nixon, they weren't held accountable. Yep. Iran Contra. Yep. Nobody was held accountable. Yep. Of course, the Iraq war, nobody held accountable. Yep. Somebody has to be held accountable for this. Yes, finally, we, because we, we, we yes. see what it leads to when you do not hold exactly. people accountable. They just continue well, to push the, you know, push it down further and further and push their luck more and more. And um, here we are, you know, and here we are. So we do have some other callers. OK, so if we go ahead and take. Yeah, um, so we have uh, Richard, who is on the line here, and welcome, Richard. Hi, Richard. Hello, Richard. Hey. Where are you from? Good afternoon. I know this, Richard. Oh, this yeah, is Richard from Chicago, isn't it? Yeah, this is Richard Chu, who is normally yes. sitting right, I think, where I am. Exactly. Nearby. Oh, yeah, he's sitting over where you oh, sit- is. Oh, yeah, he sits in my seat. Yeah. Or, I, I sit- I'm sitting in his seat, rather. <laughs> How are you, Richard? <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? That's good to hear. We're doing we're doing well. fine. Had a little bit of an issue good, in the beginning, good. but guys, we're doing okay. Yeah. Good. You guys sound great. You sound great. Covering some great topics, obviously. Well, these are yeah. some, thank you. Well, 
Yeah, I'm glad you guys were able to kind of fill in uh, this week and, and next to uh, give us a little bit of a break. But, yeah. um, you know, it's um, it's really interesting. You know, the, the speech from Biden uh, day before yesterday was really powerful. And I think a lot of people recognize that that's from a strategic standpoint. And I've been saying this for months now that mm-hmm. that would happen because it would have it would have to happen at a at, at a, an appropriate time mm-hmm. and happening in right. October or November was a little bit early. And, um, and, you know, I've said this on the family meeting and I said this, you know, on other on other shows that the timing is important because we know that a lot of times voters are not necessarily plugged in yet. Not that they're apathetic, but they're not always plugged in. And so kicking it off kicking off the campaign and doing it on Friday leading into uh, G6 yesterday uh, anniversary, if you want to call it that, was important. And I think that that gives the DNC, that gives Jamie Harrison, that gives all the leading voices in the Democratic Party that are going to be part of this uh, campaign things to run on. And you'll mm-hmm. start to see more and more surrogates that will be out. Yes. As I've said before, Talking about surrogates that. are going to and be just, a big part yep. of a big part of the this upcoming election yep. and making sure that they are taking that message and, and amplifying it. So I'm excited to see that that happened and that it will be one of the building blocks for the foundation. I know a lot of people are getting nervous. When is he ever going to, you know, is he ever going to do it? Mm-hmm. Is he ever going to call him out? Because it seemed pretty obvious that this is where we were heading, right? And I think January yeah. 6th at Valley Forge, I mean, mm-hmm. how perfect. Yeah. And he couldn't have done it yeah, too early. Yeah, without a doubt. It was critical. Like, it's critical to do it where, where there's symbolism. I mean, let's, let's face it. Yeah. Um, our, mm-hmm. So many people in our country, politic, when they look at how they interact with themselves and, and other people when it comes to politics, there's op- it's oftentimes around something that has some symbolism to it. So he was able to utilize that to to take that advantage and run with it. And I, I will say this, not being, um, you know, glassy-eyed about it, mm-hmm. I think sometimes President Biden is underestimated. Yes. And yep. he Obviously. is yeah. underestimated in terms of his awareness of mm-hmm. issues that are going on. So, for example, people recognize, he recognizes that people are talking about his age. So he used that in a masterful way mm-hmm. to deal with the fact that the age has brought a lot of wisdom and understanding yes, and experience. Exactly. So yep. I, I think that, that the timing was important. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're going to see more of that now that he's kind of set that bar. Right. And uh, we just have to all lean in and get, you know, he, get he set the narrative, be voting, yep. be in, involved. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. we have the opportunity to do some good stuff. Right. If everybody just stays plugged in now. So yeah. I well, just want well, to give you well, a Monday. call and so you're doing a great job. Oh, thank you. And, um, thank you so much, Richard. It's so good to hear from you. Thank you so much. Well, thank you get, for the opportunity. Get, get through to you guys. Yes. Thank okay. you so much. Take care. Take thank care. you for your call. All right. Enjoy the rest you're of your welcome. break. Bye-bye. Um, you know, yeah. And that was nice. I, that was so great. I love Richard. Um, I do too. So, you know, one of the things, you know, talking about the timing as well and how much, you know, Joe Biden was able to talk about, um, mm-hmm. you know, Donald Trump and go after Donald Trump. Um, I mean, he's been he name checked him. He did yes. many times. Yep. And, you know, the mm-hmm. thing of it is he has, you know, if you listen to him, if you're paying attention, he has, you know, name checked him in the past. But well, he's but, called him the former guy and things yeah. like that. He's tried to he, he, he kind of thought like a lot of people that. You know, Donald Trump had some shame and he eventually yeah. would go away, sure. but he doesn't. No, 
No, he doesn't no. care. And, and he and care, doesn't had, care about the American people. Yeah. And he's yeah. had to walk with all of these uh, lawsuits and, you know, the uh, criminal indictments yeah. and just everything. And, you know, just being very careful to kind of stay away from exactly. that. Right. Because I want to give them any ammunition. No, exactly. Yep. Exactly. Because, you know, they're going to talk all about how, you know, um, the DOJ, you know, he's weaponizing the DOJ. Oh, yeah. But because they're doing it anyway. Yeah, and they're, they're saying that anyway, which is ridiculous. And so if you gave them any, any ammunition, for yeah. sure, they would use that. Oh, sure. But also I want to add that on Monday, tomorrow, mm-hmm. he's supposed to be at Mother Emanuel Church. Yes. To talk about, you know, what happened there, which yes. is, you know, another right wing. Yes. Nut job trying to start a, a civil a race war, basically, yep. is what he said. Yep. And that's what these that's who these people are. That's, that's yeah. who the people are. That's a. MAGA. That's what MAGA is. Yes. And our foreign adversaries know that very well. And that's why in 2016, in the lead up to 2016, that they micro targeted us on social media mm-hmm. um, using racial divisions and um, things right. like that. They know it. I mean, so it literally it just they when the Republicans do it and when Donald Trump does it, it just plays right into our foreign a- adversaries hands. You know, it weakens exactly. our democracy. So um, they're, um, you know, and one of the other really vile things that um, uh, President Biden spoke of yesterday in or two days ago, I guess, in his speech um, was uh, what Donald Trump had to say about dead soldiers. Um, and I think we have a clip. Yes, of that. that was profound. That was. Yeah. Go ahead. This is coming from a president who called when he visited his cemeteries, called Dead soldiers, suckers, and losers. Remember that? Sometimes I'm really happy the Irish of me can't be seen. <laughs> it was right around the time I was at Bo's grave, Tommy. How dare he? Who in God's name does he think he is? Who in God's name does he think he is? Yep. There was just, from what I understand, he was like shaking in anger at yeah. that point. Oh, yeah. Just thinking about, because because he, he definitely um, um, believes that Bo died because of what happened in Iraq. Mm-hmm. Because he was with those those pits. Those, yeah, the burn pits. Yeah. Yeah, the burn pits that gave him, um, and he had brain cancer. Sure. Sure. So, so unbelievably um, disrespectful. It is. It yeah. is. I uh, know. It's just. It really is. Everybody should be that angry and that offended by it. And well, he doesn't care. Well, he doesn't understand what what sacrifice is. Right. And he doesn't understand it. He's he never sacrificed no, he, anything. Okay, five, how many deferments? Five deferments? Um, you know. Yes. Well, he had bone spurs, Karen. Sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I mean. Captain this, Bones this, And this is the thing. And it is such it is such an affront. And it just completely the thing, you know, and this is why I think that the GOP um you know, they don't know what to do with him. He gives the game away, right? Yeah, you know, he does. Because He's- how long it's like, oh, we, you know, they would shame us for being unpatriotic because we weren't, you know, full throatedly backing, you know, the war in Iraq and why, you know, uh, uh, agreeing with the reasons that they said that we were there, right? And we're out there yeah. protesting. And so we're not patriotic yeah, they're, we're and traitors. they're so we're pro-military, they're all this other stuff. And then yeah. you have this vile POS over there mm-hmm. talking about 
our veterans who and and uh, dead soldiers is suckers and losers? Well, they, they've always kind of been like that. Remember John Kerry? What they did to John Kerry? Mm-hmm. They yes. swift boated him. Yep. There was that whole thing. And then at the convention, they were all with their little purple band aids to make yeah. fun of him having a purple heart. Yeah, exactly. Getting the purple heart. Yeah, just they have always been. They they're just they use these people. They use the the military. They use the police officers. The even though you know the they were bashing the heads of police officers with mm-hmm. back the blue flags. Right. Right. Okay. Yes. This is what they do. Yep. They say they love you know the unborn, mm-hmm. but then they you know they run around. They they take away anything for for pregnant women that would right. help protect them. Yeah. Yeah. Or or. Or for newborn, or for babies and children. Right. They don't want to support babies and children. They say they're pro-family, but they don't want to support families. No. They don't want to do anything that would help them. They, you know. No, they say they're pro-life, and yet we have children going through active shootings and having to yep. carry, you know, the, their answer. We'll carry a bulletproof backpack. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We have a whole first grade class gunned down. That yeah. whole class is has been, you know, there's no that class is gone. Yep. Yeah. They were slaughtered. Yep. Absolutely. And yet they still wouldn't do anything. What does that tell you? Right. Yeah. If they won't do anything when a bunch of six-year-olds were gunned down mm-hmm. in their classroom, preparing for Christmas, making gingerbread houses. Yep. Their little, their gifts were under the tree probably. Yeah. Just they're stuck. I mean, just. Yeah. I get so angry when I think about that. If they wouldn't do anything then, they do not care. They're not going to do anything. The only way we're going to ever have any kind of. Real gun reform is by electing Democrats. That's right, 100%. Um, We have another caller on the line, and Mom, this one is a surprise. Uh, This is somebody that both of us know, and you know her as your sister. Oh. So, hey, Sarah. Hey. Um, Hey, uh, Sarah. Sarah. (laughs) From Chicago. There's Sarah from Chicago, Um, my sister. Do you know her? I I am so proud of both of you because now I don't have to just be in the back seat listening to your conversation. That's right. Yeah, my <laughs> that's true. Yeah, Sarah. Sarah has so, to listen to us talk sometimes. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's hard to get us to stop. Well, you guys are doing a great job. That's a, you know, I know it's a little nerve, you know, nervous being on um, the yeah. radio. But Wait, we're on the radio? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we forgot. Don't remind oh, us. Shoot. I know. I just kind of feel like I'm just on a, on, on a phone call because I don't, I can't hear myself. But I just, I just want to compliment you both, or all three of you, rather. Oh, thank you. On, on this achievement. And, um, but I, one of the things, I missed the Biden speech that you were talking about, but as you were talking about it, Karen, it it made me think of the fact that, you know, people really need to think about whether they want a compassionate, um, caring person leading our country, mm-hmm. or they want somebody that, you know, when you try to uh, invoke your right of freedom of speech, like so many protesters during the um, George Floyd you know, protests, you know, mm-hmm. that were getting pretty much, you know, gassed and beaten up by a police yeah, officer. Yeah, trampled on. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, they were, so it's like, 
you know, if they want that right to be taken away sure. and only given to people that, you know, can, you know, break into the Capitol building and, mm-hmm. you know, abuse, abuse, um, you know, the laws well, in this country. I think about, you know, that's, that's something I think about that the, I the, think Palestine, the free Palestine protesters who are right. out there, you know, right. that's not going to be, you won't right. be able to do that's that. No. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, there's a precedent that was, you know, getting the militia Mm -hmm. out on, you know, on peaceful protesters. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, while people that were, you know, vandalizing, breaking, you know, breaking into a building, um, you know, didn't receive any. Sure. Sure. Well, right after after George Floyd, you know, when um, there were peaceful protesters and there were, you know, Ali Velshi, I'll never forget watching Ali Velshi covering it live. And um, all of a sudden there's, you know, tear gas and rubber bullets flying everywhere because they wanted to clear Freedom Plaza um, so that Donald Trump could go and do that moronic um, faux Christian photo op. Yeah. Yeah. you know, upside down Bible that, yeah, yeah, yeah to you pretend know. that he, and, he's and a this is the Christian. Thing. That's what it will look like again. Only they may not be rubber bullets. Okay, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't think. No, he threatened to. He wanted to shoot. He wanted to shoot protesters. Yes, that has come out. He has wanted. He wanted to. Shoot. General Milley talked about this. He wanted to shoot protesters. Yeah, he doesn't believe that people should be out there protesting anything he doesn't agree with. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So well, and and again, that was one of the things that he said he could do. Yep. He could shoot somebody and get away with it. Yep. You know, I mean, and I don't. I just wonder if anybody really understands, like, especially the people that, you know, say that that Trump is a great person. First of all, I don't know. I can't think of one thing that he did while he was in office mm-hmm. that actually helped people. No. No. I mean, the it wasn't. It wasn't. Lenny that the hurt him. So his presidency, he, you know, created a bill yeah. that gave you know huge tax breaks to yeah. to the, the wealthy, very wealthy multinational yeah. corporations so and guys, billionaires. We're, we're coming yeah. at the top of the hour, and we have to take a quick uh, break. Um, but Sarah, thank you for calling. I'll talk to you later. Okay, I keep going. You guys are doing great. Thanks. All right, love you. And we're back. And my name is Karen Byrne, otherwise known as Karen from Chicago. And I am here uh, with Anita, Anita Ferguson, otherwise known as Anita from San Antonio. And um, with our producer, Jimmy Byrne. Yeah, normal producer, but our, uh, right now I'm just a, a third talking head. <laughs> yes, yes. But okay. we're, all, we're all here Devin. From- Thank God you're here, though. Devin at the controls. <laughs> yep. Yes. Um So, yeah, we've been talking uh, about uh, January 6th, the commemoration and remembrance um, of that horrible day back in 2021 when former President Trump uh, called on his minions to head down to the Capitol and uh, take their country back and um, fight like hell. Um, And uh, so, you know, we're We've been kind of covering uh, President Biden's speech. Um, and, you know, if if we wonder and I don't even understand, Anita, at this point, why anybody is wondering what a second Trump term would look like, seeing that he did such a. 
yeah. amazingly bad I mean, job the last time and just uh, very scary. But um, he's he um, one of the things that President Biden spoke about um, was um, what he said he will do um, with uh, rules, regulations and articles of the Constitution. He went on to say he'd be a dictator on day one. If I write in a book of fiction, I said an American president said that. And not in jest. He called in, I quote, the termination, quote, this is a quote, the termination of all the rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the U.S. Constitution. Yep. Should be terminated. Yeah, you know. It's his will. Yep. I'm not sure what he said there, but let me just say, you know, these Republicans who care, you know, talk about venerating the Constitution, who, by the way, when they take over, they like to read the whole Constitution out. Oh, you yes. know, page by page, they go up to the House floor and each of them reads a little, yes. reads an article or something. Yes. Yeah. They don't really care about the Constitution. That's another thing they don't care about. Yes. Yes. That they, 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 they like just like the military or like the police. Yep. Or like they're they claim to be pro-life. Exactly. So the number here is 773-763-9278. And we do have uh, some people lining up to say hello. Yeah, uh, here we have Kurt from Ohio. He's been on the line for a minute. So thank you for waiting, Kurt. Uh, Go ahead. You're on the air. Hey, Kurt. Hi, Kurt. Hey, Kurt. Kurt, Kurt, do we Uh, have you? I'm sorry. Hi, Kurt. It's it's Karen. Hi, Kurt. Welcome. Hi. Hi, welcome, and Karen, it's great to hear you. I um, enjoy watching you guys on that Stephanie Miller Zoom every other week, too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, and Karen, and, yes. And you, know my, and you know my dogs do their little cameos on there, too. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you can hear my dogs. My dogs do, are doing a cameo right now. <laughs> yeah, Truman always, my dog Truman likes to give kisses on that Zoom call. But anywho. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Any, yeah, but anywho, um, January 6th, um, well, let me just say it this way. Historically, if you, you're talking about Al Gore, mm-hmm. if you remember, the entire Congressional Black Caucus mm-hmm. got up to protest Florida, and not one U.S. senator, which, by the way, Joe Lieberman was Al Gore's uh, running mate in that mm-hmm. election. Yep. Yep. Joe Lieberman, yep. by all rights, could have been the senator to say, this needs to be protested or this needs to be debated right you know yep. in florida but, but like al gore he was being and i hate to use the word patriot with joe lieberman today mm. but right <laughs> you know he was being the patriot because we had to move on from yep. that ugly campaign yep um unfortunately history showed that he would have been a better president because yep. i don't think we would have had 9-11 nope. but any but you know and then as far as confidence with joe biden he kind of reminds me of Harry Truman, mm-hmm. in a sense, with his bluntness, with his straightforwardness. Mm-hmm. And, if, yep. and if you remember, and if you remember, of course, you guys aren't old enough, and neither am I. Harry Truman was the one guy who said early in the campaign when he was low in the polls, too, mm-hmm. I'm going to say to you that there will be a Democrat. How do you say? He says, I'm going to say to you that for the next four years, there'll be a Democrat in the White House, and you're looking at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I thought about Harry Truman, too. Yeah. And, you know, another thing, too, is there were only two people in that campaign of 1948, and I do think Joe Biden needs to get on Amtrak and go all over small-town America in the fall. Mm -hmm. 
But oh, that's like a good Truman idea. Did, yeah. Like Truman did with uh, Ferdinand Magellan back in 48. But in that election, mm-hmm. there were like two people that knew that Harry Truman was going to win that election because, as he said about the media at that time, not one of them had sense to pound sand down a rat hole. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> Harry Truman knew that he was going to win. And then the senator or excuse me, the secretary of the senator of the Senate, Leslie Biffle, also knew mm-hmm. that Harry Truman was going to win because what mm-hmm. he did is he posed that he posed in Anita, you may know this. He posed as a chicken peddler and got on an got out an old pickup truck and went around the country and just talked to the people. When he came back to Washington, mm-hmm. he said, Mr. President, you got nothing to worry about. Common folks are for you. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's the famous Dewey defeats Truman headline he likes to hold up. Yeah. That everybody talks. Oh, absolutely. Yes. You, yeah. Absolutely. And then what Biden needs to do, and he started doing it on Friday, is just another. And I'm starting to see a lot of similarities between 1944 and 1948 with this campaign, too. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. What Truman did and what Biden started doing Friday is Truman actually talked about the Republican record and the do nothing 80th the Congress. Do nothing. And, yep. And said, how many times do you have to be hit on the head before you figure out who's hitting you? Yes. And, uh, and uh, he started talking about, well, they say they're for health care. Well, I'm going to let them prove it. They say they're for public or they say they're for housing, but not for public housing. They say they're for education. They, they say they're for a minimum wage. You bet they are. The more minimum the better, you mm-hmm. know, just, just <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. So, no, it's true. Yeah. I, I brought up the do nothing Congress uh, recently. Remember Karen, yes. we were talking about that. Yeah. And this is, these, these guys are even worse. Okay. Oh, not they only do, they do not- bills. Yes, and they do, and the things they do do are just not good. I mean, they're and that's another thing. Like, <laughs> and that's and that's another thing he needs to say too. And I hate to use plagiarism because it sounds like plagiarism, honestly. We know what Biden's history is with plagiarism, <laughs> but he needs to start saying <laughs> what the Republicans do to the people versus yes. what they do for the people. Yes, yeah, that's, that's true. I, well, I th- I think you're right. I think that words matter. And I think that, you know, yes, talking about um, what they do to the people and not for the people, mm-hmm. um, you know, and yeah, I, I think that is. Well, they're, yeah, they're yeah. wasting all their time doing things like the stupid gas stove thing and now the right. impeachment. I mean, it's just. Oh, right. oh, yeah. Like you like you said today in your um in your podcast, Trump. First of all, Herbert Hoover and Jack Kennedy, mm-hmm. neither one of them took, mm-hmm. a, took a paycheck, but they were wealthy enough. In fact, Herbert Hoover would get letters from people mm-hmm. during the Depression saying, you know, because of your policies, I lost my job and I don't have money to pay this or pay that. And then he would send them checks yes. to pay their bills. Yep. Um, of course, people wouldn't cash wow. them in because they go, oh, we got a, a check from the president with right. a signature on it. But, <laughs> right. but, you know, they were both wealthy enough to do that. And they both cared yeah. about the country, even though Hoover put us in that depression. Right. Um, but, you know. But, well, he didn't really put us there, but he, he, he didn't help. He was in charge. He yeah, was in yeah, charge. Yeah, he was and in he charge. He yeah. said, let's let it ride out and, you know, it'll work mm-hmm. itself out. Right. Well, um, and I think I the, think it's important to, um, you know, that we speak to, you know, investing in people. Right. Yes. You know, yes. And that's. Oh, and by the way, Anita, you said when was the last time the Republicans actually did something that was good for the country? Yeah. Eisenhower. Mm-hmm. Well, of course. Yeah, that's true. Of course, Eisenhower the was the last the Republican. Yeah, the highway. He, yes, exactly. he was the last legitimately elected president. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, true. That is actually so, true. 
So, yeah. I mean, but no, but like you said in your podcast today, three or what was it? $8 billion or $8 mm-hmm. million that Trump got from Russia, China, Qatar, Saudi Arabia. Yep. All, no wonder he didn't need our salary. Yeah, he didn't need a paycheck. He didn't need to be paid by the American people. He was being paid by all these other countries. Yep. Saudi Arabia, China, yes. Qatar. Oh, yeah. And, and that's and just that, the tip of the iceberg they found. Oh, yeah. So, and that was who the knows? Big that's thing to where, drop this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where you have a compromised president. That's why you should never elect yep. a billionaire president who's so up to Mike Pence's albino eyebrows and dead. <laughs> yep. So, yep. Oh, so. yes. But anyway, well, I'm we'll let you go well, to get more people. Thank you so you, much for calling. Thank you so much. You added so much to the conversation. And, thank you very, very and, much. Yeah, and Karen, you. I'll see you tomorrow. And oh, I'll see you tomorrow yes, on that I deal. will see you tomorrow. And thank you so much, too, for um, supporting us with the podcast as well. Well, thank and, you. Uh, we love the historical Yes. We love the historical context that yes. you brought to it. 100%. Too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. So much. you. Have a good night. You Bye-bye. too. You Bye-bye. too. Bye bye. All right. Well, that's great. That and, was you know, interesting. Yeah, no, he's he's an amazingly smart man and has uh, just obviously knowledge yeah. of everything. Yeah, he sends me a bunch of really uh, meaningful uh, and important I, I know who he is too. Yeah, he he's really into uh, Truman. He sends me some of those. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that's him, right? Yes. Kurt. Yep. Yes. He sent me some of that stuff. I think it's old time radio stuff or yes. something like that. Yes. About Truman and, mm-hmm. and um, there might be some Kennedy. I'm not really sure, but I just remember the Truman stuff yeah. because he talked about Truman. Yeah. And yeah, Truman, they didn't expect Truman to win. That's for sure. No. And Truman was a very kind of, you know, quiet, mm-hmm. nerdy kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. Not really, you know, something to, you know, not, he, he wasn't like exciting or, you know, um, entertaining, mm-hmm. which is something charismatic. Yeah. Just yeah. Particularly slow. charismatic. Yeah. I mean, after he followed FDR. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. FDR was act. extremely charismatic. Yeah. 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 So. So, yeah. No. So, I mean, so Kurt is just an example of the many um, people in our wonderful Stephanie Miller community um, and, you know, all over the country. Um, I've had spoken to people um, outside Mm -hmm. of the country. um, And so, you know, so they're. Of course, extremely supportive and supportive of you and I and any and, and Anita um, and our True Blue Politics uh, podcast that we yeah. just started. And um, the reason that we started it, um, of course, was a year out from the elections. We felt that it was important for us all to um, add our voices to the commentary and speaking to people about uh, what's important and what they should be looking for and uh, moting motivating people to get everybody that they know out to vote. Um, so if uh, anybody out there would like to uh, check out our podcast, um, Jimmy, you have the information? Yeah, uh, if anybody's interested, because um, obviously this is also uh, mainly being broadcast out on WCPT, um, but if uh, there are any listeners out there who are new to us, um, new to hearing our voices, or your voices rather, I'm not really one of the voices on the, on the actual podcast, but um, we do have uh, five episodes out right now. We're, we're doing about an, an episode every two weeks at this point. Um, it's True Blue Politics, T-R-U-B-L-U is how you spell that. Um, and you can get that wherever you get, you get your podcasts. Um, so yeah, every two weeks and upcoming, actually, yeah, coming soon, we'll be moving to every week or so yeah, for the, yeah. for the primary. Yeah, right? as, we, as we get closer to the election and then hopefully we'll be able to do a show from, um, the convention. If, 
Fingers crossed. I'm planning on going. We're, we're, yes, we're fingers gonna crossed. Work on that. Yes, we shall see. You better find a way because if I come to Chicago and we don't get to go to the convention, I'm well, really going to be mad. <laughs> no. Take it to Millennium Park. <laughs> It'll be good. Thanks. Thanks, thanks to WCPT for having us today. Yes. Ex- yes. Yes. Thank, thank you, you WCPT. Um, yes. So, uh, so we are talking about January 6th, and um, one of the other. Uh, sound bites that uh, stood out to me going through uh, show prep was uh, when uh, President Biden uh, reminded us that we all know who Donald Trump is. Um, mm-hmm. We need the question is. Who are we? Forthcoming. Forthcoming. It's number six. Number six. Yeah. Being queued up right now. Mm-hmm. This is the first national election since January 6th. Insurrection placed a dagger at the throat of American democracy since that moment. We all know who Donald Trump is. The question we have to answer is, who are we? That's what's at stake. Who are we? The year ahead, as you talk to your family and friends, cast your ballots, the power is in your hands. Mm-hmm. After all we've been through in our history, from independence to civil war, to two world wars, to a pandemic, to insurrection, I refuse to believe that in 2024, we Americans will choose to walk away from what's made us the greatest nation in the history of the world. Freedom, liberty, democracy is still a sacred cause. And there's no country in the world better positioned to lead the world than America. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was amazing. And, you know, it's not like Joe Biden is is prone to hyperbole. I mean, he tells us all the time, not yep. hyperbole, not, not hyperbole, <laughs> not a joke. He, no, he's he's generally like a mainstream Democrat. He is not going to he's not saying that because he's running for you know reelection. This he really is concerned about the threat to democracy that Donald Trump has put us in. Um. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if anything, we've, you know, been frustrated in the past at the fact that he likes to reach across the aisle too much. Yeah. You know, as far as, yep. you know, and that we were all like, he's out to Mitch McConnell, my not, good friend. Yeah. Yep. They're not your friends. Okay. We've seen this. We've been saying this for years. And now finally it feels like, you know, he's understanding. And I mean, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. No, he's under, he understands. He, he, totally he knows understands. what's going on. Yep. He was the vice president under, under Obama. Yeah. He has to understand who these people really are. Yeah. Well, and, and I he, like underst- he also understands. Yeah, go ahead. He, he also understands that he does have to work with them. Right. I mean, if we're going to get anything done, Biden has gotten more bipartisan stuff done mm-hmm. than any president in my lifetime. Yep. Absolutely. He has managed to get infrastructure done. He got that Chips Act passed. Those were both all bipartisan. Yep. The gun reform stuff was bipartisan. Mm-hmm. He's gotten a lot of bipartisan things done. Yep. And the reason why is because he's very good at it. Yes. He has the experience. He has the knowledge. He has he under he understands the Senate. Yes. He understands politics. He knows these people. Yep. And so can and we, he's very good. So can you imagine Go what ahead. he'll do if we have more Democrats to help him out? You know, so we talk about student loan debt, you know, and Mm -hmm. even with massive obstruction by the Republican Party and the Supreme Court shooting it down, he's still continuing to give that relief to uh, students, you know, so hundreds of thousands of students or people are getting relief right now. Yeah. 
they're, he's trying to do that. Um, I know a lot of people are frustrated because the Supreme Court struck that down, mm-hmm. but he is not, you know, he is not a dictator. We right. don't want a dictator. This is the way our system works. And that's why we've been, we've survived 240 years. Yeah. That's why we're the, the oldest democracy in the world that's yeah. ever existed. Absolutely. Because we do things slower. Right. Countries that do things that change very quickly yep. are unstable. Yes. Yes. D- democracy the, is, it's incremental. The change is going to be always be incremental. And it yeah. may frustrate people um, who don't, maybe don't understand, but it, that is what a democracy is. You have to build consensus. You have to come to agreement. Compromise. Yes, yep. absolutely. Um, so. Yeah, so we do have, um, and you know, this is the thing too, I was real quick before we take the next call, um, the fact that he's calling on people when we speak to our families and friends. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? It, yes, it really it's very important. Because it really is up to us, because I think yep. that the media finally is waking up to a certain extent, but as far, not nearly as much as I, you know, that they should, you know? Well, I think they they can't avoid it anymore. The economy right. is doing so well. Mm-hmm. They can't their narrative has just failed. They they kept telling us there was gonna be a recession. All these economists were predicting a recession. And we kept saying, No, we couldn't see the indi- these what they were calling indicators, oh, there's gonna be a recession. Mm-hmm. We were seeing, you know, good things happening and we, we knew because of the infrastructure bill, the chips bill, mm-hmm. that jobs were gonna keep getting created. Right. And that's what happened. And inflation wasn't caused by spending. Inflation right. was caused because the causes were greed, of course, corporate greed. Right. There was some price gouging, but also mostly because of the supply chain issues after a global pandemic. That's right. That was obvious. We were doing better than any other really big economy in the world. Yep. We're, we're, we're doing better than every, everyone in the G7, any yep. country in the G7. Yep. And they're looking at us and they're, they're saying, what are you doing that's right? right? They're looking at us and trying to imitate us because of what Biden has done. Yeah. We've had what, great leadership. Yep. Because what was it? It's not only a soft landing, it's a miracle. Is, uh, it is. A, yes. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So we do have some other callers uh, lining up here. Yeah. Okay. Um, here is uh, Lester. Lester, I think, oh. from Long Beach. Yes. Um, and he wants to check, chat about preparing for the twenty four hey. election. Hi, Lester. Hey, Karen. Hey, Lester. Hi, Lester. Hey, hey, Anita, and also hey, Jimmy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Loved your podcast this morning. It, I, I made uh, thank you all about my family and everything. That uh, that's the your podcast is my New Year's resolution. Uh-huh. Make sure we don't have. <laughs> That's good. If I, if I have enough energy to get everything done, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really nice hearing, uh, you know, real time from listeners like yourself. Yeah, it really is good to hear and people that have listened to the podcast. Voice yeah. To name. Yes. <laughs> and uh, it, and so and and great job in trying to bring in the smaller businesses as well. That that'll work. So. I'll you know me, I'll be looking for family and friends to be able to support in that way awesome. uh, as, uh, whenever whenever they, they show up. So I, I just want to say, now my class, business law is starting, and, and you all have just given my whole speech to my class uh, mm-hmm. overall because I work with the Gen Z babies uh, most of the time. Oh, yeah. We're having a discussion, and I'm using my broken uh, record approach. It's like, well, do you see that? Do you see that? Do you see that? And I'm also working with my family as well. And it's been, it's been working very well. Mm-hmm. And one thing I like, like to share with yeah. them 
and to think about uh, instead of just President Biden, I call him Uncle Joe because you know he is <laughs> he is correct as yes. you know at the junction. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I like that, Uncle Joe. Yes, exactly. And so if you're a Petticoat Junction fan or, or, or so, that little part lady's moving kind of slow. No, no, that's not Uncle Joe. <laughs> Uncle Joe is a badass, as you know. Yes. <laughs> He's also Dark Brandon. He's right. Dark Brandon. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And so the good thing is that we, with the broken record, we're telling the story over and over and over mm-hmm. and over. Yep. We have so much time. I've even told folks, if you need me to pay for a taxi mm-hmm. to get you out to the voting area or, or, yeah. or whatever you need, let us know. We have more than enough time to get our family members out there. Mm-hmm. If you can take vacation time, take vacation time. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. this is important. Yep. So, yep. so you've started us off with the foundation and the clarion call. Now I got my marching orders, mm-hmm. swing left, <laughs> everything else. I'm telling people, target people not only in your state, but also help out other people yes. in other states. Yes. If, yeah. If, so whatever money. Yeah, we need some out, help here in Texas for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes. I, I identified because you have a wonderful candidate that's going to be running for Senate, as I understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. Yeah. yeah. So again, yeah. well, anybody against Ted Cruz better yeah. <laughs> than <Right>. Ted Cruz. <laughs> yes, I know. But yeah, no, we do have Colin, some good candidates. Colin Allred. Colin Allred. Is, yeah. Yep. He's, he's amazing. Exactly. And I, I sent him twenty five. I mean, he's sending him twenty five along with the guy that's going against Kevin McCarthy's old seat, oh. and also across the nation overall. So yeah, uh, good. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. So so that's the thing is big. for everyone. Don't just limit yourself within your state. If you can do it, great. Mm-hmm. Also help out mm-hmm. the other states, too. Absolutely. Because, you know, yeah. I wish we could go for a state uh, process that, that was done by, uh, I was suggested a while back, but Jamie Harrison needs as much, <laughs> as much help as he can get. Yes. So let's yeah. do what we can do. Well, and I, I, he's doing a great job. Yeah. Jamie Harrison is doing yeah. a great job. Uh, Pod, um, what is it? Pod Save America does a lot of that, where mm-hmm. they, you know, uh-huh. help out different oh, yeah. states. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, if well, you listen to Pod Save America, you can get some information about that too. Sure, and Act Blue is is excellent, right? Yeah. You know, it's kind of a one stop yeah. place to donate to these yeah. to these uh, important uh, races. And um, I know I'm excited um, to see that Harry Dunn. Um, has decided to run. Oh, he's the, he's yes, Harry the Dunn. Yeah, the Capitol. He had a police. badass ad yeah. out. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Here's something. I'm going to be talking with Glenn Kirshner tonight. Okay. So do you have any questions for him? Because Glenn and I, we always teach you. Teach you oh. God, probably, you probably have a lot of questions. Oh, I'm, yeah, this on the spot, I though. have tons, but yeah, I don't know if we have enough time. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I know where to find you. I will I will send you some if that's okay. We'll drop a mass list yes. of questions. Yes. <laughs> a PDF. That, that is perfect. That is perfect. And uh, Glenn was able to spend some time with his grandkids, finally. That's awesome. And so uh, just like with, with you and Sue in the Bronx, um, we're, we're trying to make sure that he stays rested because the final thing is that these court dates that are coming up will also keep the issue in front of us overall. Because mm-hmm. what, what he's done based on what he, uh, what has been going on in the past, mm-hmm. uh, 
the Supreme Court coming up and trying to take a look at this thing will also remind people of how the rights have been taken by the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's, and let's, why let's, that matters to vote. Get out and vote the Supreme Court. Yeah. So, Lester, what are some of the things, real quick, um, before uh, you go, um, what are some of the things that you're hearing from your Gen Z folks? It's it's mixed. You have the one side that are Victor Keys that are saying that they they understand that um, the issues that are going on and they're very supportive because of all things that he's helped. Um, mm-hmm. The with, of course, Gaza is, is still mm-hmm. there for some, but not all, mm-hmm. because many of them have seen that when we have that conversation with them, you understand they understand that if they vote for the other side, Gaza is going to be a parking lot. Yeah. So right, I, it's going to be so much worse. Yeah. Exactly. So, but you still have some outliers. So I don't see. Uh, what your uh, the the uh, negativity that's going on? Where all Gen Zers or all this are are, are turning against uh, Joe Biden? Yeah, I don't believe that either. I think they're you know it's so far we still have eleven months mm-hmm. till the election. A lot of things are going to happen too. Yes, yes, and so, I do think it, it, it and the abortion issue. Yep, things oh. like that are more. I think are going to take the forefront. Yeah. And and as Richard was saying, you know, I mean, we're just going into 2024. And so, you know, you don't want to start uh, messaging it too soon. You want to kind of wait until people are starting to pay attention. Now we're in 2024. People understand that there's going to be an election coming up. And so now maybe they're going to start tuning in. And so you haven't burned yourself out with, you know, uh, the messaging too soon. So, yeah. Anyway. Exactly. Yes, and there's still room and, and time because Uncle Joe has a plan for the Middle East as well. Yes. So, but what yeah. that is might be towards midtime, past March, or whatever it is. Because again, mm-hmm. um, he, he, as you've mentioned, he has been pushing back. And then, if the ceasefire word comes in, or it's something like that, then that's going to be even better. But we'll just have to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just have to. Wait yes. and see. Thank you. We don't know what's going to happen. But thank you, Lester. You added so much. Yes. You really you. did. Thank you very much, Lester. And thank you, Thanks, Lester. I will see you tomorrow. We'll, yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye, Lester. Take care. Thank you, you for too. calling. Happy thank you. Happy New Year. So, um, that we, was great. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, and uh, so we do, I think, you know, we can take some other callers. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, we can move on here. Uh, we have Michelle from Pennsylvania. Um, she is on the line. Here we go, Michelle. Hey, Michelle. Hello. Hi, Michelle. Hi, it's Michelle from the Zoom. <gasps> Michelle. I love Michelle. Ladies, Hi, Michelle. You're doing a, thank you. You're doing thank a fantastic you. job. I have to tell you, you don't see me after 9 o'clock because that's when I go to sleep and peacefully fall asleep listening to all you wonderful mooks. Oh. And stuff that. Oh. But, that's why you don't, that, you don't hear me either. I'm I'm actually listening. I'll fall asleep, wake up later to listen, and then fall back to sleep. So it's very comforting to hear such intelligent people out there. I did want to bring up that everybody talks about the legal means that Trump tried to stop the transfer of power, but don't forget in the background, Mm -hmm. because this diaper butt baby, uh, (laughs) his people worked illegal means. What yes. about getting the fake elected? Yes. So it wasn't well, just course, legal yeah. means. It was illegal mm-hmm. means. And be- before I forget, because I know you're backed up, uh, what I heard, I listen to a lot of political talk, 
One person actually said that, oops, sorry about that. One person actually said that um, Biden's age was an advantage, not a disadvantage. It is an advantage. Yeah, because he's got so much knowledge. Mm-hmm. You don't want you don't want a doctor operating on you if it's his first, his or her first operation. Mm-mm. You want somebody who's done it over and over again, right. and they can do it with their eyes shut. Yeah, Biden ha- can forget more stuff than Trump and all of his flunkies. Oh yeah, would ever care well, to learn, and that's how he's able to get things done. Yep. He knows what mm-hmm. to do. He knows the ins and outs, and there's something to be said for age and knowledge. Absolutely. I don't want to What was it that answer. woman said? <laughs> well, like the, that woman said that the presidency should not be an entry-level position? Yes. Yes. And, and, uh, and Haley, what's it, Nikki Haley? She's entry-level because she keeps talking about her, her reduced age, which means her reduced intelligence, mm-hmm. her reduced yeah. experience. Yes. Well, not only that, but all these... Three o'clock in the morning, Trump... Uh, Trump, oh, God, shoot me. Um, <laughs> Biden would know what to do. Right. Oh, he would absolutely know what to do. But not only not only that, but, you know... Um, well, go ahead, Karen. I mean, I'm sorry I interrupted you guys. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Go ahead. But Finish your thought. No, it's okay. Go ahead. No, I... I just I, had a thought that kind of flew out of my head, oh, okay. so that's okay. <laughs> okay. So, no, I... will think of it later. I, I, well, I agree, and, you know, Michelle, I've said this before. My dad is 85 years old, okay? He is sharp. Um, he is competent. He's still working. Yeah. Shout out to yep. Bob Bell. Yes, my dad, and who, and he <laughs> teaches snowboarding up at Cascade Mountain. If anybody wants to yeah. listen up there, I mean, to sit there and minimize people of a certain age. I mean, look at Nancy Pelosi, and every exactly. she is a what, what boss. should matter. Here, I remember now what I was going to say. What should matter is that they, these people have old ideas. They're yeah. the same old ideas that have never worked. Yes. This trickle-down stuff, that's all Republicans keep offering. Right. It's the same old ideas. Deregulation, you know, multinational tax cuts for multinational corporations and billionaires. Yeah. That's trickle-down. Right. That well, has Biden been, that has been the case. The room. Yes. He can yeah. read a room, and he knows how to interpret it. Exactly. And that's why they can be the old ideas if they work. And yes. new ideas. That's that right. Want. But that, there's something to be said about experience. experience. And also, but old ideas that don't work. That they That's tried what so yeah. much to stop Biden from taking over. The guy is a whiny diaper ass. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, those are my two thoughts. Ladies, I subscribed. I, I should be on the list. Yes. And I'll be listening. So Thank that's, you. That's, of course, my new, the new uh, podcast I will be listening to. Everyone right. have a great Thank one. Thank we'll you see so you much. Today. Thank you, Michelle. Looking Thank forward you. To Thank you, Michelle. Meeting. Happy New Year. Love you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, ladies. Bye-bye. Happy New Year. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's exactly what she said was, you know, with President Biden. Yes, he may be old and Nancy Pelosi may be old, but they're willing to sit down and listen to new ideas. You know, I mean, really, it's just a dumb it's just a dumb argument. I mean, Lauren Boebert is young. So what? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. You know, what's his name? Ramaswamy or whatever his name is. He's he's young. Yeah. You know, and these people are just awful people with bad ideas. Yeah. Madison Cawthorn, so, where's he? Oh. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. I mean, some young people are great. Maxwell mm-hmm. Frost, yes. he's great. Amazing, but guess what? You know, Victor Xi, he, he's as great. As Maxwell Frost is, he's not He's not eligible. ready to be president. He's not eligible to run for president. For a reason, for, that's yes. right. Okay, so, 
So if somebody's an insurrectionist. Yeah, that's hmm. a disqualifier. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. So, that's what the Constitution says. That's right. It's not what the Secretary of State of Maine said. It's what the Constitution says. That's right. So it's the Supreme Court going to follow the Constitution. Yep, exactly. We'll wait so, and see. So we have we have some other callers here, Anita. Okay, great. Uh, this is Vernon. Uh, he's been on for a minute, actually. Um, he he originally called to talk about uh, J six, uh, so we can definitely do that, or we can move on to another subject. But uh, yeah, Vernon, you're on. Hi, Hi Vernon. Hi, I'm Vernon. sorry you had to wait. Thank you. Yes. Hi, Thank Karen. you for waiting. Hi, Anita. Hi, yeah, Vernon. Well, How I are called, you? I called in way back. Oh, I think it was about five after five. Oh. And you guys were talking I'm about sorry about that. He's been on the line for five well, Eddie, years. I thought I, 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 thought I oh. had a problem calling <laughs> yes. in at uh, Stephanie's show. Yeah. But it uh, looks like you guys <laughs> got the popular show going on. So, <laughs> we're the new yeah, kids um, in town. Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, to follow back on talking about how democracy takes time mm-hmm. versus other countries that they just, uh, you know, move fast. And I remember right. something that John Boehner said, and, and everybody loves John Boehner. Oh, but, uh, oh of course. Politics. <laughs> yes, yeah, um, exactly. But he, uh, he said he had a good quote of the way uh, uh, politics works and Washington works is uh, like a football game. It's uh, three yards and a cloud of smoke. Three <laughs> yards and a yep. cloud of smoke. Exactly. And that's the way it works. But, yep. uh, that's you know, the way it works. Uh, it- Americans are so impatient. Mm-hmm. They uh, just want yep. it all done. They're tired of uh, waiting for things to get done. And it just, uh, you know, it's or always having to uh, generational. Or- it's generational that makes change. It doesn't mm-hmm. happen overnight. No, it, it doesn't. No. And then it doesn't help that when, you know, in... Um, uh, you know, when President Obama was uh, first coming into his uh, first term, you know, that the housing market was crashing. We saw uh, people losing their jobs, the economy crashing. Right. And remember that there was a bunch of Republicans that had that secret meeting to say that they were going yeah. to make President Obama a one-term president. A one-term and president. so it doesn't Stop. help the pace of getting things done when you have one party that is completely uninterested in getting things yeah. done. And then they complain about there's never and, anything getting done. And the funny and yeah, the thing about yeah, it is, is de- Democrats are yeah. always having to pick up Republicans mess when they get in office. Yeah. Every single time yep. Clinton had to pick up the mess from Reagan and Bush. Mm hmm. Um, Obama had to clean up the mess from the financial crash under George W. Bush. And then Biden had to clean up the mess left by Trump. And he's still cleaning it up. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, they have to start from there. They have to start from there. What what Trump did was he inherited Obama's economy. Yep. And he rode that economy into the ground at the first crisis. Yep. Even before that, really, because of the stupid trade policy. And that's another subject for you know, we could talk about for hours, but oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. yeah well, Vernon, yeah. Um, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you, Vernon. Yeah, well, you're welcome. Good to hear from you. It sounds like you got a lot of calls to answer. We do have a few more people waiting. Happy New I'm, Year! I'm overwhelmed right now, but um, thank you so much for taking the time and uh, patience uh, holding. Okay. Uh, happy Blue Year. Thank you. Yes. Happy I love it. It. Yes. Happy. happy I love that. Year. Happy Blue Year. Love it. Exactly. Yeah. And I yesterday I enjoyed not being an an insurrectionist day. Seriously. You guys take yeah, care. Me too. Yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Thanks. We're for not insurrectionists. That's night. true. 
Good night. Okay, so Anita, we have Very people nice. lining up here. Wow, I know we have people on hold. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, so uh, we have somebody on hold. Here. Uh, yeah, we can take another. Um, this is uh, Larry. Okay, Larry, you're on. Hi, Larry. Hi, thank you. Hey, Larry. How's it going? How we doing tonight? We're doing well. Oh, fine. Well, it was fine until I saw a news story Friday about the Babbitt family filing a lawsuit against the government. I don't know Who if you did? heard about that or not. Oh, no. The Babbitt family. The Babbitt they, family? They 30 million, yeah, they filed a 30 million wrongful death lawsuit against the United States government. Oh, oh you mean Ashley Babbitt Ashley family? Ashley Babbitt, yes. Oh, yeah. oh, that's ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. She, oh, is a, she was a terrorist. A, <laughs> yeah. I hope that there's a judge who's saying this case is thrown out. Yes. Yeah. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah. And then, How well, did they we promise something like about, that when the, Well, she was attacking the Capitol. How can they promise something, the, like, go ahead, finish, something like that? You know, that that's that's ridiculous. I, I just I just blew my mind away. Yeah. No, that and, is um, that, that is some um, well, balls, the people defending say, right? her are the people that defend stand your ground in the castle doctrine, right? Yeah. Well, there's a, a, there's, the there's a conservative yeah. group that's, that's backing this lawsuit too. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's from 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 what I read on Google. I thought you got to be kidding me. I know. Yeah. Yeah, breaking into the to the uh, Capitol, crawling through a broken window. Yeah. You know, after she'd been warned. Right. A number. And by the way, if that she wouldn't have been shot. Imagine those people actually stopped. They that's what stopped them from coming. To, from continuing to come through was mm-hmm. the fact that she was shot. Yeah. I'm sorry that she was shot, but she shouldn't have been there. Right. Shouldn't have been trying to get in there. They were talking about hanging Mike Pence. Right. Killing yeah. Nancy Pelosi, dragging people out by their hair. Yeah. Every single person that went into the Capitol that day, uh. they had to walk ac- over broken down police lines, across bloody pavement, mm-hmm. up steps, through uh, broken glass doors. Okay, you and see the the video of them banging on those doors. Right, you had a choice. She had a choice. She didn't need to go in there, you know. And it's it's unfortunate that you know she was brainwashed, and her family seems to have been brainwashed by a cult member. You know, that's a shame. Yeah. But that is not grounds to sue. You know the government. Well, it's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's just crazy. ridiculous. And- I- and uh, I hope that there's a good judge will say, oh, I'm not listening to this. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm throwing this out. Absolutely. 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 Talk about frivolous lawsuits. But, yeah. Anyway, well, thank yeah. you. So thank you for much, letting me know. Yeah. Yeah. That's, hey, I didn't even heard that. Great, right. great show, girls. Great thank job. Great, thank great you. show. Thank you. Thank you. Happy New Year. All right. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. And, and Year. vote for more than 24 for blue. Yay. Go blue. Go blue. Yes. Go blue. <laughs> All right. Okay, we have some other okay. callers here. Yep, uh, Matt, you are on the line. Hey, Matt. Hi, Matt. Hello, everyone. It's Matt in Chicago, otherwise known as Matt in Chicago. Hi, Matt in Chicago. Hey, Matt in Chicago. Hello. First of all, ladies, I have to tell you, this is a breath of fresh air. Not that I don't love Eric and Richard and wrestle when she's <laughs> on the phone, but um, if we could get you your own show, you know, I've been listening to the station a very, very, very long time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. ever since Alan Combs has died, oh. after 
after about eight o'clock, the show, the station just kind of goes into yeah. oblivion until oh. first thing in the morning with Santita. So, um, if we could get a, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm going to call it on what everybody calls Karen. If we could call it the Schmoopy Bear Show, um, <laughs> Karen Schmoopy and Bear and Bear Show every week. Yeah. Yes, exactly. there you go. Well, you know, Matt, we do have our own show, in fact. Yes, we, we have, have a podcast. podcast. Yeah. Yes. You're welcome to check I'm that out. Aware of this. Yes. True so- Blue Politics podcast. Yes. Yeah. So, Jimmy, Jimmy, go ahead. Okay. Yep. Uh, so, if you, and this is for you, Matt, and anybody else who's listening, um, if uh, if you want to hear this kind of a conversation um, every week, every other week, right now, or every other week, um, but we have our podcast. Podcast called True Blue Politics. That's T R U B L U, all one word, and then politics. Uh, if you look that up wherever you get your podcasts, the the image is a big blue heart. Um, just hit subscribe, and uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at uh, T R U B L U Politics, as well as Threads at True Blue T R U B L U Politics Pod. So if you uh, if you follow us there, you'll be able to see all the links. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, episode five just dropped this morning. Yeah, and we no, we yep, really right. appreciate you calling in, and we appreciate um, of course all of yes. Um, I will say very briefly because I know you have like seventy people on hold, if that's even possible. <laughs> um, three years ago on January sixth. Um, I wrote one more, and you know, everybody commenting on Facebook and, oh, my God, what's happening? I wrote one word on my wall, and I said nothing else for the rest of the day, and that one word was terrorists. Yeah. These people were yeah. terrorists. Yes. And I'm sorry, I, I, while I do feel for these people, do not minimize, and I'm not saying you do this, but we cannot minimize them Mm-mm. by calling them brainwashed. Mm-hmm. These people made their own decision. Yes. This is not Dr. Evil who like sends out brainwaves and makes everybody go stupid. Mm-hmm. No, these people made their own decision. Yes. And when these people yep. decided to walk up onto that property and start shooting. Yes. And breaking things yep. and going yep. after police officers. Yep. And literally destroying lives. Yeah. Defecating um, they on made the, their the Capitol. Yeah. And yeah, I'm no. sorry that Ashley Babbitt decided to fall through a window. Yeah. But that was her choice. Yeah. So to yep. have her parents do the federal government, that is the, I mean, I've heard some dumb things. Right. Because yeah, I'm a Democrat and I listen to Republican <laughs> talking points, but this is by far the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yes. She got herself well, killed. No, it's all it's all white fragility with these people. Yeah, that's what it is. These people, they're whining about it. I mean, can you imagine if that were a mob of black Americans? Oh, my God. Storming the Capitol or Muslims. They, been real no, they, 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 every single one of them would be dead. Yes, that's because right. That is how these people. Think. They wouldn't have got that far. They wouldn't have gotten that far. They wouldn't have gotten to crawl into a window. No. No, it would have been no. gunned down. Well, we saw what happened in a, 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 uh, during a peaceful protest, protesting yes. police brutality and mm-hmm. and violence and a murder of black Americans, unarmed black Americans. We've seen that. Yeah. right? And these people just feel entitled to just storm the Capitol, yeah. break window. Yep. Yeah. Well, Matt, listen, thank you so much for calling. And I, we share your uh, your level of alarm and outrage 
Um, and I think you're 100% correct. 100%. Well, I love you all, and I can't wait to hear you in about 12 hours love when you, you too. Are, so when you call Stephanie. Yes, we'll, Thanks. we'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye, Matt. All oh, right. Matt. So, was, yeah, so we have um, a special person on the line. Is it possible to take uh, one more before? So um, do we have uh, Jill? Is Jill there? Yes, we have Jill on the line here. Jill, go ahead. Hi, Jill. Hi, ladies. How are you? Hey, Jill. It's Anton. How are you? I'm reasonably well, thank you. Good. What Great. Did, what did you well, want to talk about? I, I have a question. Well, you did already talk about this, but I met a very nice young man today. I guess he was 30-ish. And um, very liberal, very delightful in every way, except that he insisted that Joe Biden is senile and doesn't even know where he is. Mm. And nothing I could say would dissuade him. Hmm. And, I, and I said, have you met him? And he said, no, have you? And I said, yes, I have. And he said, well, when? And I said, well, when Obama was president. Mm-hmm. And he said, and you don't think he's slid since then? And I said, you know, okay. I don't really know if he has, but even if he has slid since then, mm-hmm. he is such a genius. Yes. He has such an encyclopedic knowledge of anything having to do with any kind of foreign or domestic policy. Mm-hmm. That him yes. at a diminished capacity is better than almost anyone else yes. at full capacity. Yeah, well, they, what they, what, he's probably seen them. these like deceptively edited videos where they show Joe mm-hmm. Biden like shake, you know, wandering off. They make it look that way. Yes, right. Fox News does that all the time, and, and I, they play and those I, clips on. Yeah, go ahead. I did say to him, you know, he's always been a goofball. He was like this when he was in his fifties. He was like this when he was in yeah, his forties. And that's that's just how he talks. He's always been that way. And Mm -hmm. he's overcome a stutter, which is why it sometimes sounds like he doesn't know what he's about to say because he's deliberately stalling so he can get the word correctly. Right. Right. And sometimes he rushes out the words so he doesn't. No, he's not. Has he listened to his speeches? Have you you played his speeches or or have him, uh, him talking about issues? Has he ever listened? Have you played those for him? I mean, I the speech know. he did on Friday. Today, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Jill, as the resident uh, almost 30-year-old in the building, I, I can say that at least with the people that I know and, in the, you know, that I've met, um, you know, that one person does not speak for, for the general public of us. Yeah. <laughs> to hear. You know. Well, yeah. Uh, of course. I'm- they, you know, I'm your I mother, so <laughs> where's this kid's mother? That's what so, I want to you know. know. So no, but I have, I've, I have I've to- heard that. I- Go ahead. I have to hope that since he is a very liberal young man, I have to hope that when push comes to shove, he'll mm-hmm. vote for him anyway, since, you know, as Frangela says, yeah. that's what's on the menu. That's right. Biden. I don't Biden's have, on the menu. And by the way, look at all the stuff that's been done. I mean, if he's so, you know, yeah. senile and doesn't know what's going on, why? How is all these? How are all these things happening? How did yeah. he get the infrastructure package passed? Right. How did he get the chips act? I know. Passed. Yeah. Well, and I, I mean, yeah. And I think he's done. That, yeah, I think that just speaks to um, again. You know, the polling numbers reflect the information that people are getting, and if people are getting, you know, uh, skewed information, 
um, on you know through social media talking about how inflation mm-hmm. is crazy high, et cetera, et cetera. Then they're not going to, you know, that's going to be reflected in their opinions in the polling. But um, Jill, thank you so much for calling in. We do have um, somebody uh, that we thank are, you, Jill. I'm um, going to speak with now. You're welcome, um, ladies. Thank you so much. Happy Bye-bye. New Year. Happy New Year. Take care. You too. You too. And uh, now we have um, our very special friend, Anita, um, somebody who you and I admire greatly, um, Paul. Hmm. Hi, Paul. Yes, I have admired him for many years. Listening to him on Tom Hartman, it was the smartest guy on there on Tom Hartman. That's saying something. You guys have had a, a, a real lineup of, uh, of callers. It's been great. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. A lot of people. Go ahead. Let me let me give you my uh, my personal take on January sixth. It's just a short anecdote. Is when I was eleven years old, my mom took me and my younger brother, who was eight, uh, to to Washington D.C. We we drove there from Michigan, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it's it was July and it's just sweltering, hot and humid. You know, and there's just so much that eleven uh, year old sightseeing that eleven year old and eight year old can do. Mm-hmm. So we were in the Capitol one time. You know, we went to visit the Capitol, and, and we were. You know, being little rascals and chasing around and, you know, pushing each other and punching each other and hiding behind stuff. And and this lady, this this stern lady who looked like she was like a, a school principal, you know, she had a, a blue blazer on and a blue skirt and high heels and a pin on her on her on her lapel. And, mm-hmm. and she said, boys, boys, this is the United States Capitol. You will not behave this way. Mm-hmm. And, and and she was like <laughs> grabbed me by the ear, you know, and. Where is your? Where are your parents? And I said over there. And my mom pretended that she didn't know us. And um, <laughs> and uh, so and then a guard came over. And he said, "Is there a problem here?" And, and she said, these, "These boys need to." And you know. And he said, "Okay, guys. Hey, let's let's go find your mom. Okay." And uh, <laughs> well, we were like really scared. Like this lady was going to take us in her office or something. <laughs> this oh, is like no. worse than the right. principal. And and I just thought I thought when I saw these people, you know, yeah. marching mm-hmm. to the Capitol. Hey, where's Nancy? Yep. Smearing smearing poop on the walls yeah i know i just saw you little creeps yeah you know, i know it's like that's exactly what they needed was some lady like that to grab mm-hmm. them by the ear and it was it just angered me so much from that because i, cause I th- that was actually the most impactful part of the trip yeah that that happened and i went yeah that was a lot more a lot more impactful than you know, a- looking at a bunch of statues right right that's an amazing story you know i remember, i know biden brought up the the you know, the um, the ceiling where they have George Washington up there and, and um, that painting up there, the mural of George Washington, I guess, leading the troops are. I, I'm not exactly sure because I've never seen it, but um, and he talked about it. And, and you know, they did. Apparently they didn't look up there. That's what he was saying, mm-hmm. because th- that was about how he said, you know, they told him you could be king. You could be you could you know, you just you just conquered the greatest empire in the world. You could do anything. You could be king. You could be president for life. Mm. And he didn't he didn't do that. He gave up even when he was president. Mm-hmm. He, he served two terms and he left. Yep. And that's what started that tradition. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. He, he he was he was uh, appointed by consent. He, he wasn't even elected by electors. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we, we actually didn't. I, I made this point before in terms of the whole uh you know, on my program on Kitchen Table Progressive coming up next, by the way, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Um, okay. the, uh, sure. the, the, um, the, the, the vote of the electors 
What, there was no there was no allegation of fraud. The electors are who votes for president. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what what they tried to do was to uh, to interfere or obstruct the certification of of an election that was never in question. Yep. The state, yes. the, the, the popular votes of the states are not relevant. Once what happens in the states is stays in the states, so right. to speak. Um, in, in other words, once the popular vote in each state is, is certified mm-hmm. and, we and they'd all been certified. Yeah. Yep. yeah, that that the, the, all of the issues of fraud or whatever mm-hmm. or that's all to be handled at the state level with the state courts. There is nothing that the federal government has mm-hmm. to do with it. So yeah. the, it was just it was yeah. all completely out of it. Yeah. So so yeah, well, the whole Paul, thing was ridiculous. So, Anita, I'm going to step in here. Um, Paul, you have you're coming up next and I hope people stay tuned uh, to hear you. We are going to wrap up things here. Um, so I just want to give special thanks to our sound engineer and overall great guy, Devin. Thank you to C- WCPT for giving us this amazing opportunity. And special shout out to Richard Chu and Eric Grant, who are on a much deserved holiday break. But we'll be back in studio.